Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Go Wireless podcast. Today is a special episode where I'll be joined by David Urbano from Cambium Networks, where we're going to talk all things Wi-Fi 6. Uh, it's going to be a really great episode. We, we cover a lot of non-technical stuff and some pretty technical stuff as well. So for those uh, nerdy people out there who are into that kind of thing, I'm sure you'll get something exciting out of today's episode. So we're just going to jump right into it now. And with that, I'll introduce you guys to David Urbano from Cambium. So I'd like to welcome to the Go Wireless podcast, David Urbano. David, how are you? Hey, Simon. Very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, wh- where are you currently based? So currently I'm in Sydney. Mm-hmm. So you, you haven't been affected by this whole lockdown or anything? Yeah. So we're kind of lucky, I suppose, at the mm-hmm. moment. Uh, Sydney, we don't have any any cases so far hopefully it stays like that yeah um, yeah pretty much uh, pretty good and I'm working from home anyway but uh, yeah good. nice and uh how's obviously we've been you know we're about a year and a bit out from from the whole start of this thing but have you found that working from home's changed kind of the way you operate or actually I think it has given me more time to read more mm. about technology news mm-hmm. Um, obviously, to get more in depth into the standards, what's new. Yeah. Uh, we improve things at Cambium, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's um, I like the balance. Mm-hmm. I used to work in an office before, and the balance of going there, meet people, being mm-hmm. with the co workers and colleagues, that, that was nice. Um, yeah. Sometimes you miss that, that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But working from home is makes you probably be more responsible of your time. Yeah, you end up just kind of going into that that path all the time. So yeah, yeah it's it's like holding yourself accountable for your time and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I found every now and then you'd be distracted, like I could do a load of dishes or maybe do a bit of washing while I'm here. <laughs> I guess the biggest problem is having the kitchen so close, right? Mm. Because you're up there all the time. Going yeah. out, out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. So um, for everyone, the reason we've got uh, David um, on the podcast is I'll, I'll just get you maybe just to introduce yourself. Um, David is from Cambium, but uh, maybe just tell everyone what, what your role is at Cambium. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the, I actually joined Cambium recently. It's been mm-hmm. much six months mm-hmm. now. I started back in December. And uh, it's been a ride, a pretty good one, very positive in terms of uh, how uh, I've been involved with uh, the new technology that is that is pretty much the the the, the topic of the podcast, Wi-Fi six. Um, mm-hmm. I can see how the technology keeps improving and is going towards uh, Wi-Fi six, Wi-Fi six E, which probably we'll discuss later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my role is actually as the regional technical manager for Australia and New Zealand. Um, And it's it's been pretty much uh, a very dynamic and full of uh, knowledge uh, role because um, I end up talking with uh, different engineers um, in terms of design, planning. I help them out with typical issues that happen on the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is uh, with the Cambium products uh, at the back of uh, an amazing support, an amazing team uh, to help 
everyone to, to cope with the day-to-day -day networking mm. issues, especially on wild, right? So yeah. that's pretty much my role, helping out customers pre, post, um, anything and beyond that. Yeah. No, and then for everyone who's listening as well, David actually has been helping us with our Wi-Fi in the offices. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, there is, you know, Wi-Fi has got so many variables and mm -hmm. that's the idea, right? It's not one solution will work for everyone. Exactly. Just tuning things, tweak here and, and at least help out as much as we can. For sure. No, we've definitely found having having someone who can reach out to and help us out has been definitely really, really great. So we appreciate your help. <laughs> no problem. Nice. Uh, cool. So so today's topic of the podcast, like you kind of mentioned there, um, we'll talk a bit about CN Pilot. Obviously, we kind of got to start there and kind of discuss, you know, what is CN Pilot and, um, and, and Cambium in the Wi-Fi space. Uh, but predominantly, we'll also talk about Wi-Fi 6, which is a, a pretty exciting new technology that we're seeing uh, more and more from a lot of our wireless vendors and, you know, hearing lots and lots of talk about it, I guess, kind of part and parcel with 5G and Wi-Fi 6. They, they tend to be the kind of buzzwords alongside, I guess, IoT in the, in the IT space at the moment. Okay. So uh, maybe we'll start on with um, CN Pilot. So obviously, what is CN Pilot? What makes it so great? What, what kind of distinguishes it between from others? Well, first of all, CN Pilot is a range of indoor, outdoor access uh, access points coming from the Cambium range, right? Uh, remember that Cambium has gone through a bit of transformation, acquisitions, mm -hmm. etc. Uh, so we used to have uh, Sirius as a brand, or we still have, and we still support. Mm -hmm. But CN Pilot is the pure Cambium technology. Right. Mm -hmm. At the back of it, it's everything that we have worked on, that we have learned from our previous technologies. Uh, but CM Pylon is this cloud managed um, access points that you can use pretty much everywhere, starting from the small uh, type of deployments, uh, small office, home office deployments, to uh, the enterprise grade, uh, high venues with high density um clients and also outdoor environments so we have the range there from the e410 to the e700 for instance mm -hmm. um something that i actually since uh, i mentioned before i joined cambium recently and um the way that it is um, the access points are labeled it has mm -hmm. a lot to do with the technology so it could be indoor outdoor depending on the number so mm -hmm. if it's odd number, it's generally indoor. If it's an mm -hmm. outdoor number, it's generally out, uh, sorry, an, an even number and not, I'm um, sorry, not even, an odd, if it's an odd number, it yeah. means if it's an even number, it's, it's, um, it's outdoor. Mm -hmm. anyway. I think E500s are outdoors, right? So it'd be odd numbers are outdoors, E410s indoors, so even numbers right. are indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Still learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from that, um, you can also know whether they support certain bands, if they mm -hmm. are omnidirectional. We have mm -hmm. also uh, access points that can have um, high gain antennas mm -hmm. that can serve for a specific purposes. For instance, if you have a warehouse, um, generally you don't want to have an omnidirectional antenna. It's going to be cut out by the shelves. If you have, mm -hmm. you know, a warehouse, different shelves around, full of goods, uh, 
And that's probably the challenging ones, uh, but you want to have sectorized antennas where you have yeah. certain degrees to cope with that specific areas. Not that only we're using antennas. in uh, our warehouse, we're using one of the sector. Exactly. Yeah. That's the full range of E-series uh, or CN pilot that, mm -hmm. that we have at the moment, mm -hmm. where we have from um, backwards compatible, co compatible technology from ABGN. Mm -hmm. um, even though I, I wish and I hope that no one is using A at the moment. Yeah. Slow down the network. Um, mm. And we go up to the AC wave two. So mm. one side to another, we have the full range. Um, it is cloud-based. The idea is uh, it is a zero touch onboarding type of um, service. So mm. you predefine profiles on your cloud management. In, in mm. this case, it could be CN Maestro. Mm -hmm. Perhaps um, if you have seen it before, you have used it before, it's a free um, cloud management service that we offer with, with our access points, with the CN title range. Um, amazing dashboard, the user interf in interface that we that we have on this um, on this service is just pretty simple. We have different tools for troubleshooting. Um, the idea is, is basically to make it easier. Yes, we are not um, reinventing the technology wheel in the sense that how wireless works. It is a standard anyway, but we, is, we are making it easier for everyone on how to support these devices. Mm. If you're an MSP, if you're a small client, if you're an enterprise, everything will be on a dashboard where it does support all of these devices and you can control profiles, passwords, uh, power, troubleshooting, uh, mm. and your day-to-day -day management overview, monitoring over, over your, your, your wireless. So the experience mm. is, is great. Right? Yeah, I guess that's, that's always been one of the things I've been a fan of with the with the CM Pilot stuff is the zero touch, having the ability to, you know, if, if for whatever reason, we won't need to drop ship an item to a customer we can onboard onto someone's um, Maestro account without it having to go via that customer's address just so they can onboard it and configure it before they send it on. That's always been quite good. Exactly. Something very simple, I suppose, mm. is um, having a resource sometimes to mm. just reboot the access point mm. or even reboot a switch port, right? And mm. that's it is very silly. In my son's, oh, come on, it's just going there and, you know, turn it on, turn it off. But many, many times we don't we don't have anyone to go there. The mm. client itself have no idea what a switch is, have no mm. idea what a cable is. Mm. Um, they don't want to touch it, they're afraid of it. And we mm. can do it remotely. I know it's something very simple, very specific, mm. but things like that is what we just bring to to, to the cloud, right? From, exactly. from as simple as that as to uh, Wi-Fi analyzer or packet capture that we have on the actual cloud. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's always a bit of a meme as well, the whole uh, turning it off and on again, but it's crazy how much it works. I mean, we in our office, the TV went wrong and I think four or five of the staff spent about 20 minutes, you know, trying to take it off the wall and reconfiguring plugs and stuff. And then someone's just like, oh, we actually turned it off and on <laughs> and seek to fix it. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. having that cloud enabled, it definitely helps. <laughs> many, many cases it works. Yeah. I, I, the other day I read a paper and it's got actually a, a technology basis. Mm. Many of these devices build up a cage memory mm. 
Right. And actually just by powering on and off, it will flush it out and you, everything will be clean and the packets will keep working pretty much. That's the whole idea. So yeah. it actually, it's, it's true, it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anyone takes one thing away from today's podcast, turn it off and on. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, no, so that all, all sounds really great. I think um, now we can move on to having a, a discussion on, on Wi-Fi 6. So I guess for starters, um, what is Wi-Fi 6? Why should I be excited about it? Okay, well, um, there's so many talks that we have we have heard about, we have read about, mm. we have even wrote about, um, written about Wi-Fi 6. Mm. Um, and the idea is probably in a general way, even though there are many features that I'm excited about, everyone should be excited about, um, it is not necessarily um, different from AC in different aspects. Mm. Even though it's pretty new, it's got features that are going to help, but it's not for everyone, right? Um, so Wi-Fi 6 is the next, um, not upgrade, but the next enhancement of the wireless standard, right? So we come from AC, Wave 1, AC, Wave 2. Now Wi-Fi 6 is basically um, how we are going to tackle high dense environments. That's pretty much it. Right. And that's being seen uh, towards how all the industry uh, in the wireless industry is moving to interconnecting pretty much everything. Mm. At, uh, at the back of IoT devices, at the mm. back of high intense applications using uh, AK uh, television, video conferencing. So something that um, probably this pandemic unfortunately has, has um, we have learned from is that we rely on the internet and on wireless like 100%. Right? Mm. And so that means that we have more devices at home than never before. Yeah. And so the idea is why don't we treat our homes like a small businesses pretty much because we need that reliability we need that consistency on the network and so yeah ac help us a little bit with that especially in terms of speed uh, but wi-fi 6 or ax is going to help us with allocating proper resources to all of our devices now um, we have many devices out there, obviously, uh, two by two types of array of antennas, and that's why Wi-Fi 6, uh, one, it, it's, it, it will help us with. Definitely, mm. it's about allocating uh, all the good resources, um, dynamically assigned resources between clients and the access point. Mm. That's a general view. Uh, there is much more than that. Probably we're gonna go through uh, yeah. the specifics, but that's that's pretty much what Wi-Fi six is. Yeah, I definitely think that the point you made there is um, is, is really valid about having working from home has kind of uh, changed you know the way we look at our home networks, and, and we definitely, as Go Wireless, noticed quite a lot of customers coming to us during the pandemic, and obviously we're all at home as well, noticing like oh maybe maybe it is time to upgrade my Wi-Fi infrastructure, and I think that was one of the main you know, inquiries or, or questions we got during the pandemic was, you know, how do I make my home network better? And I think this was just about the start of when we kind of started seeing Wi-Fi 6 becoming a bit more 
available. So exactly. definitely exactly. look forward to seeing how it fix it in the future. Yeah, it's been rectified probably three years ago. Mm -hmm. But right now, and actually I remember when the Australian Open uh, happened, yeah. uh, that was the first time that I saw ads for this Samsung Galaxy 21 Plus. Mm -hmm. And it was the first device that supported Wi-Fi 6. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, that was starting, starting last year. And so slowly, slowly, and actually I checked yesterday, there is a, a, a page where, a website where I check uh, what's the latest on, 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 on mobile devices. And now there are 176 right. brands that support Wi-Fi 6. So mm. we're yeah. definitely there. The tipping point of using Wi-Fi 6 is definitely, definitely now, definitely here. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing like talks earlier on about it. It was like, I was, I mean, the Samsung phone, the latest iPhone, and like maybe one or two Huawei phones or something like that. So yeah. Definitely crazy, 178 minutes. Yeah. That's that's what. So um, for the geeky listeners, I suppose that's kind of like a good broad overview for Wi-Fi six, just as a, as a general thing. But for those uh, who are, you know, into the nitty gritties and stuff, what kind of um, distinguishing features are there between the lights of 802.11n and AC? I mm -hmm. guess just to kind of uh, have a complete conversation. Obviously, 802.11n is now Wi-Fi four, 802.11ac is now Wi-Fi five, and 802.11 right. Um, AX slash AY is, is the Wi-Fi 6, but we'll, and we'll talk more about the, the, the standards for Wi-Fi 6 a bit later on. But you know, between Wi-Fi 4 and Wi-Fi 5, what kind of what kind of advantages and technical differences are there with Wi-Fi 6? Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of them that are already here, uh, mm -hmm. which we can go through. Some of them are, um, for instance. <clears throat> There are a couple of features. Um, one, so the way that we can bring all the symbols or transmit symbols into the space has been increased. From Wi-Fi AC, we used to have, or the standard basically, was 256 QAM. Now we can go up to 1024 QAM. So that's a lot of data we can go through, and that's clearly what, what help us with, with density as well. Um, we have the use, and probably the new new thing that we have uh, with Wi-Fi AX will be the multi-access OFDM, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where in probably the easier way to explain it will be we can create sub-channels into are already into into our existing channels pretty much mm. so if you recall the best practice that we can have from from any wireless design will be in a high or in a crowd environment is to assign 20 megahertz channels to all my access points so they don't overlap mm -hmm. right what i don't want is um yeah overlapping channels too many of them what i want is to split them up trying to split them up everywhere. Now here with, uh, with OFDM, what we do is we subdivide those 20 megahertz channels even further, and we can go up to two megahertz per every 20 megahertz channel, um, which leave us roughly 26 subcarriers. Those subcarriers is what, um, is what 
are the units pretty much mm. that every single device can use to send data. Mm -hmm. Just imagine 20 megahertz channels that we normally have and now will be divided into 26, 26 carriers. Depending on how many devices you have, you're going to have a lot of devices there. Now, those subcarriers um, can be dynamically assigned and the access point then will talk to the device to understand how many of these subcarriers or realistically uh, units of transmission is going to need. So it's going to be not only you have this assignment, no, mm -hmm. you can have more or less depending on what type of device you have. And we're just talking about 20 megahertz channels. We're not mm -hmm. even expanding to 40 or 80 yet. So mm -hmm. it is for high dense environment. It is to allocate more resources into the existing frequency. Yeah, That's pretty much it. I think a, a good example I've heard a few times at a few talks about Wi-Fi 6 is the, the lanes on the motorway kind of example of, you know, only having one lane you know, occupied by one car at a time. Now with Wi-Fi 6, you can have multiple people on the on the lanes at the same time kind of thing. Exactly. And just imagine that lane occupied by that car, it is probably the slowest car, right? And that's how yeah, fast yeah. In this case, it can be slow, it can be fast, it can be whatever, and it's mm -hmm. going to use the subdivision on that channel. So it will transmit at the same time. So it's like having um, a truck full of different uh, sizes of mm. packets sent at the same time. Right? Mm. It can be a small packet, it can be a big packet, but it's going to full up the truck entirely. Yeah. That's the whole idea. So nice. efficiency, again, efficiency, yeah. capacity. That's the whole yeah. idea. And there was another, there's another technology, am I right, um, that helps with, with devices kind of associating with the correct access points, uh, BSS coloring? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Basically, what we can see here with BSS coloring is um, to avoid um, interference between different um, SSIDs, let's say, between different um, BSS. So mm -hmm. instead of having just one BSS transmitting at once, we can have at least two transmitting at the same time. And so if you're transmitting to the access point, I am transmitting to the access point. There is no way to know when the medium is free, right? And that's mm -hmm. how BSS coloring comes into play. So the access point will know, okay, this device or this BSSS data is coming from that access point or from that device, sorry. And this one comes from this other device. And so mm -hmm. it's not that it's gonna paint a color on it. It's more like a tag attached mm -hmm. to the actual BSS. Right. So the access point can efficiently know that this packet is coming just from that device and it's mm -hmm. going to a specific other device but to the access point itself in a specific subcarrier. Or and, and so it will know that this device is coming from, from that specific BSS as well. So it's right. different labels per per BSS, very much. Right. Nice. That's the whole idea. Oh cool. And to further check my lodge, if I was listening at the Wi-Fi 6 kind of seminars I've seen, uh, am I right in saying the other one is upstream MU MIMO? Yes. So um, with Wi-Fi AC, yes, we, and actually MIMO, my from 
long time 11n just in that from 11n 2009 we're still having a lot of tech there that hasn't mm. you've just been improving from from 13 years ago right um and the idea here is basically that um in ac we were very focused on five gigahertz first of mm. all um a new mimo was there but it focus into the download stream. So we wanted to download as much as we could, right? The Apple stream, it wasn't even looked at. It was just whatever you got, you get, that's it. That's what you stay with. Here on AX, um, we are focused the, the, the actual uh, standard in both upload and download. So that's going to help us a lot again. Uh, to this high efficient type of services where um, you have to be connected all the time, mm. especially um, services like video conferencing, cloud uh, services. Um, and so MioMimo really is going to work in here. When it was AC, we used to call it standardized MioMimo. So, mm. It just will work for everyone at the same in the same way. Now with BSS coloring, with um, with the subdivision of um, multiple access OFDM, we can specify all of these um, all of these technologies to a specific client. So it will be a two-way talking realistically. Mm. So the new MIMO it will be pretty much um, working in both. Upload and download. But right. That's how it will be now. Okay. Nice. And is there a, a link between, obviously, with a uh, uplink MMIMO and and the amount of say chains on a radio? Because obviously, with with the likes of Wi-Fi six, we're seeing you know four by four move all the way up to eight by eight. I think mm -hmm. with XV three eight. Um, obviously, the the more chains, the the better, right? Correct. So. From 11N, we used to have 2x2, 3x3. With AC, we got 4x4. Four four. That was mm -hmm. kind of the, the, the super uh, new uh, at extra from, from Wi-Fi AC, um, apart from channel bonding, which, by the way, yeah, we in wave 2, we talk about bonding 8080, and even going 160, but realistically, who uses 160, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much no one. New MacBook, um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, not even 80 and 80, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. It will yeah. work obviously for point-to-point, high, mm -hmm. high environments, uh, long distance, etc. But um, in AX, yeah, we come to double the capacity of 4 by 4 to 8 by 8 And that's uh, probably something that you really want to take advantage of advantage of and that's again how um, the industry is shifting or moving towards high dense environments so this is perfect for um, conven convention centers mm -hmm. uh, uh, for stadiums for all these massive deployments where there is a lot of, uh, of clients talking to the access point so eight by eight uh, I don't see if we're gonna see more than that perhaps we will the problem is or not the problem realistically is the clients mm. have clients eight by eight right maximum you will have clients with uh, 
two by two, three by three. Mm -hmm. But with new MIMO, that's when you want to have all these antennas talking to different clients, not only in one stream, in two, in three, etc. Different arrays. Mm -hmm. And that's the and that's the really the 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 addition and the, the, the good the new feature about Wi-Fi six. Mm. Yeah, we have increased this the spatial stream or the antennas mm. to cope with more clients. Right. Yeah, and so obviously, yeah, it's, from the sound of it, it's more more the efficiency and handling larger clients, kind of like you touched on at the start, right? Yeah, and obviously. Yeah. With everything being connected nowadays, you know, smart fridges, smart ovens, smart toasters, even that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I'd hate to... yeah, sorry. So that's um, this is going to help us to let's say make it more efficient. A, a fridge, an IoT device is not going to talk. It it might talk all the time, but mm. the the stream and the data, the data that is going to use the access point is going to be very, very small, very mm. low, right? And we don't want that to cop the environment all the time. Mm. I, I want to see my YouTube, I want to see my Facebook, right? Mm. Mm. I want the device, the IoT small devices to 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 get my my channels all the time, mm. and so slowing down the whole network. And so here with Wi-Fi six, we can obviously put everything together and everyone will have your, let's say, airtime fairness in this mm. case, so they can all talk at the same time, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And there's another thing like, was it target wait time was another thing as well? Yeah, so another one that um, it is there as well is um, how we can make those um, devices to be more efficient in terms of um, how much they have to wait for transmitting. Mm -hmm. uh, now we're talking about milliseconds, right? We're not talking about hours. Um, we're talking about milliseconds or even less, where these sensors, for instance, um, they don't need to talk constantly with the access point, right? Mm. Our laptops, our mobile phones, yes, we want them to constantly uploading, downloading, keep us updated, notifications for that. But other devices, they don't need to do that. They just need to know whether the, something is uh, on and off, not constantly, but from time to time. So that also has been enhanced on the Wi-Fi 6, where not all the time you're constantly pulling, pulling uh, the devices um, to, to, to make sure whether they need to transmit or not. The device will know when it will talk to the access point, and that is the the actual communication that's going to happen between uh, client and access point. And so this um, TWT target wait time is going to also enhance again the experience um, mm. for the entire network. Mm. That's all very interesting. Huh? Mm. It is. It is awesome. I think Wi-Fi six is. Um, it's definitely something that is going to change the game, um, not for everyone again. You mm. have, first of all, a router that supports Wi-Fi 6, clearly, mm. uh, but your devices will have to support Wi-Fi 6. Mm. Now, do you need Wi-Fi 6 now? It, it's case by case, I suppose. Mm. Mm. I would suggest enterprise type of deployments. I think you, you definitely need. Mm. Uh, schools, 
stadiums, again, conference centers, um, high dense environments. It just the benefit is amazing. It's just mm. crazy. Yeah, I've seen a few places. Because is, is there any truth with the, there are benefits to having Wi-Fi six on even for those who are running AC? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Since um, the handling of the spectrum is more efficient, mm. AC devices will benefit even more. Um, so there's no real reason not to upgrade, really, then, is there? Because most devices are AC nowadays. Well, you'd hope, at least, in yeah. devices, right? <laughs> yeah, and that and that's a that's an interesting one. Just because back to our topic of warehouses, right? Mm. Uh, in warehouses, you have these handheld devices like scanner devices. They mm. don't need to be AC realistically. They don't need to have wave. They don't even have to be N. They mm. normally stay B, G, sometimes even A. But to, to read a barcode and just to send that back, you really don't need AC. And yeah. that's 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 what we need to start looking at. Okay, what do we have? If we want to upgrade, what do we do with, with all these legacy devices that mm. at least we don't have to upgrade, but they have integrated on the network. Yeah. That's, that's where um, I can help you out <laughs> to, yeah, design, yeah. to design and planning your network, yeah. your network um, upgrades. Nice. Cool. So just, um, I guess, probably one, one more question before we wrap up there. Um, you've mentioned AX. Um, obviously, there is a couple of the standards with under the Wi-Fi 6 umbrella, right? So there's .ax and .ay. So what are, what are some differences there? AY, um, I, think, I think you cut me short here. That's all right. That's all right. AY. Um, I I might have to I might have to recheck here, mm. but um, it will be the 60 gigahertz standard that's yeah. point to point, right? Mm. Um, because AY we probably won't see it much on on indoor. Mm. Um, yeah. 60 gigahertz will be our, how we are actually. Um, using it is more for point-to-point cup with so with 60 gigahertz you can do so much stuff and the throughput is just massive so much so that you can be you can use it as the end um, point or the end um, of the fiber for instance mm. uh, if at some point in, in miles sorry of the fiber so you can have subscribers around you can uh, have up to more than one gig per subscriber on the 60 gigahertz. Mm. Um, it just it's just a different side of the spectrum that in different countries is already used. Mm. Um, we're working with Teragraph. I'm not yeah. sure you have you have heard that from Facebook. They're coming yeah. with standard. Um, I think that's probably for a different podcast because it's just a complete yeah. tech. it is definitely there it is parallel with wi-fi 6 um yeah. wi-fi 6 and ay it is it is yeah it works in a different in a different um frequency right 60 gigahertz uh now we haven't even talked about 6e mm. and, um, and actually reading through i think it was this month or next month mm. 7 is going to be ratified as well so 
<laughs> it never ends. They just want us to keep reading reading papers, right? <laughs> Working from home. What else do you do? Yeah, exactly. So six E is the six gigahertz kind of, right? Right. Yeah. Here is we go over the the six gigahertz. We stay between five point nine and seven point two. A lot of channels that won't overlap. Mm. The same pretty much uh, that we see now with AX, it will be on, on, on 6E. Um, by the end of this year, we will have actually devices, access point that support 6E. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen clients at the moment that, 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 that support a 6E. Um, I actually didn't check properly, but I think, I think I've seen one or two, I can't remember. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, 6E will be what you would call wave two, but not even because it changes the actual, the actual um, plan, the actual game here, because we go over the six gigahertz mm. plan, yeah. which is great. We're suffering for channel interference everywhere. We're suffering mm -hmm. density. We're suffering for massive interference everywhere. Out yeah. So six gigahertz is going to help a lot. Yeah, yeah. It is again a different topic for another podcast, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you think about it, we will have outdoor uh, 6E as well. All right. There are already incumbents that work with 6E that we don't wanna, we don't wanna. Um, yeah. We wanna, we wanna, we wanna, um, um, we wanna let them work in as they are at the moment. Um, mm. We don't wanna disrupt their networks. So it yeah. is. The, and also in, in 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 the countries how they want to handle it um, mm. but yeah it is it is probably for a different topic yeah well i mean even here in new zealand with i think rsm radio spectrum management who kind of looks after that kind of stuff here they've just recently taken starting to take submissions on on 6e and whether or not they want to open up the six gig as, as license free so see some countries have already done it i think mm. brazil already mm -hmm. Allowed that US, um, I think. Yeah, US but yeah, everyone is just working towards. Okay, it's there. It will help us, but mm. how we're gonna do it without disrupting the clients that are already working on six? Mm. Nice. But it's it's gonna be very interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, I guess um, I'm just wrapping up now. Is um, is there anything you wanted to add that we we haven't covered so far, or? Um, probably last thing is, um, don't forget that with uh, AX, it also, we have the advantage of WPA3, mm -hmm. right, which is there, it is working. Uh, funny enough, we had, when it came out, um, it had a uh, zero day attack, um, mm. if you want to call it, but it has been patched. Yeah, yeah. industry standard, right? It's not, it's not just us. Mm. Uh, similarly with Wi-Fi 6 um, devices. Um, now, this technology is not 100% at the moment. They're still working on place, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, MIMO and new MIMO, when it came out the first time, yeah, it was the, the concept was there, uh, but every time you hear improvements and improvements. So mm. don't expect uh, you have Wi-Fi 6 and now you have a massive a uh, super efficient network. It yeah. takes everything takes time to build yeah. that. But 
but but yeah, it will be it will be definitely the way to go for high dense environments. Why place? Definitely. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for uh, coming on Thanks. to discuss all things Wi-Fi 6 and Cambium. It's, it's been really good and educational. No problem at all. Hopefully, yeah, we can talk later on about 6E and 7. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. 8 <laughs> even. <laughs> cool. Uh, I guess if, uh, if anyone wants to uh, get in touch and reach out, at them, like, where, can they, where can they reach you? Or... Definitely. Yeah, yeah, cool. So that, uh, if, you, if you've got any questions about Cambium or... Um, you know, Wi-Fi 6 and stuff, don't, don't hesitate to reach out to us at Go Wi-Fi and obviously we can put you in touch with uh, David or any of the Cambium team and I'm sure they'll be more than happy to help you out. Thanks, Simon. Really cool. Appreciate- cool. Okay. Sweet, thank you so much. Okay, let's speak later.